It's another morning, and you're all set for work. You grab your coffee, head out the door, and your car decides today's the day it won't start. Panic sets in. You're not just late, you're stranded. Get ahead of unexpected car repairs before they strike with CarShield, the most trusted vehicle protection company. For almost 20 years, CarShield has saved millions of drivers from repair nightmares with low monthly plans that cover up to 5,000 major parts and systems, like pricey transmission and engine repairs, and check engine light mysteries. Visit CarShield today at carshield.com carlson. Plans include unlimited miles, 24-7 roadside assistance, help with flats, lockouts, and rental car options. Save 20% and get a free quote by visiting CarShield online at carshield.com slash carlson. Don't wait for the next surprise. Choose peace of mind with CarShield. Go to carshield.com slash carlson and save 20% today. Everything is expensive these days, you know that. The government is printing trillions of dollars in consumer prices higher than ever. If the government continues its printing and spending, the dollar could continue its freefall and lose its coveted role as the world reserve currency. Let's hope that doesn't happen. But there are a few things you can do right now. American Hartford Gold can show you how to protect your money, your retirement, your hard-earned savings against inflation by helping you diversify a portion of your portfolio into physical gold and silver. Start with a short phone call, and they can have physical gold and silver delivered right to your door or put inside your 401k or IRA. So please call or text them right now. Tell them Bill O'Reilly sent you. Call 877-444-GOLD, 877-444-GOLD, or text GOLD to 65532. Again, that's 877-444-GOLD or text GOLD to 65532. Welcome to the No Spin News Weekend Edition. Donald Trump, uh, because of his mugshot, has raised a lot of money. All right, $7 million over the weekend. It'll be $10 million before this week is out. Um, breaking all records. He's raised $20 million the last three weeks. Now, this money goes to his political action committees, pays his legal bills, and allows him to do rallies and put together an organization. So the people who understand the corruption in this country are giving Trump money. It's as simple as that. All right, let's bring in uh, Sean Spicer. So you know him. He's a former White House press secretary under Donald Trump. Um, he's now a media guy. I'm, I'm, sure he, I'm sure he's glad he's not a press secretary any longer. But uh, Sean's got a new show uh, and a very creative title, The Sean Spicer Show. Took him weeks to come up with that. It's on the first TV, but here's the kicker. Spicer is on right after O'Reilly on the first. So this is the greatest lead-in of all time for Sean Spicer. I mean, how can you, how can you not do well? It's my massive audience coming into you. So he joins us now from Washington. All right. God, so, I, I better not screw this up. <laughs> well, you better not, because you know I'll hammer you. Um, I know. That's the worst part is you you aren't unforgiving. So, uh, man, that's going to be it. That's tough. You'll do it. You'll do OK. Um, so you saw the Republican debate, right? Yep, I was out there. Impressions. So there's two things. 
I, I liken this bill to like a, a team that you don't root for. I can look at a team like the Jets as much as I don't like them and still appreciate a good game. I think there were several candidates that had a good game, but it also, the bigger question is, did it move the needle? I think Ramaswamy is going to get a bump out of this thing. Uh, you look at the number of folks uh, that really thought that he was a, a great vessel. I think for Ramaswamy, he he becomes for people who like Donald Trump but don't want the baggage. Ramaswamy is saying, "I am the younger America First version of Trump." Uh, I just don't know that that ceiling is high enough. So I think he's going to get the big bump. I think Asa Hutchinson and Doug Burgum better not book tickets to California for the next debate because they're not going to make it. Um, I think Nikki Haley had a pretty good night. DeSantis did what he had to do, but again, it all comes back to did it move the needle? I still think that the big winner was Donald Trump that night. All right. So. If Trump doesn't run um, for some reason, and again, we don't know, the next six months is going to be, and it drives me crazy because I'm pretty good at predicting stuff, but I can't predict this. Trump doesn't run. Out of all the people you've seen so far, who would your vote go to? I think it would go to DeSantis. Okay. Uh, but, I understand. Well, can that. I, I mean, just, just, can I, since, since you're, you, I loved how you laid out everything already in the monologue, both. Um, in terms of the criminal prospects, I, I agree with you 100% on that. Let me just give you my two seconds on this. At the end of the day, you're absolutely right. You made the point to your audience, and it, it can't be underscored. National polls mean nothing. This is a state-by-state -state process. It's, a, it's an accumulation of delegates to about 1,500 delegates. Right now, Trump is leading in Iowa, uh, New Hampshire, South Carolina, and Nevada. There's a 50-day spread that goes from the first caucus in Iowa to Super Tuesday on March 15th. That spread was 29 days in 2015. And if Trump can run the table on those four debates, four, four dates, four caucuses and primaries, he will ostensibly by uh, Super Tuesday be the nominee. If DeSantis beats him in Iowa, the game has changed. And if Christie were to somehow beat him in New Hampshire, which will not happen, then I think barring those two things, Trump becomes the nominee. It's just there, there's no way you can keep. Yeah, unless, unless he's are. derailed um, some somewhat in. Uh, the federal precincts and accords, but, but I, don't, I don't see that I happening. I think that, that might happen in the general. You're seeing these states like New Hampshire contemplate using the 14th Amendment to get them off. But in the primary process, there is right now, uh, I, I just don't see how he gets stopped barring a loss in Iowa. Okay. Um, you know Mike Pence. Obviously, you were at the White House when Pence is VP. He doesn't seem to be catching on. You didn't even mention him. Yeah, well, look, I mean, but here's the Pence pitch. Uh, the Trump-Pence administration, we did all this, blah, blah, blah. And I think to the average viewer or voter, you say, oh, that sounds great. And they go, but wait a second, why would we take the number two when number one's still around? Okay, that makes sense. But tr you know, Trump has a lot of people in the Republican Party, and I believe this to be true, that don't want him. Again, he's yes. just too much. They'll vote for him. I mean, if it's Trump-Biden... My God, you know, right. only only the ardent left could most people stay home, I think, see a suppressed turnout on that. But if you're a Republican, you can't vote for the other side. I'm going to do a special on Thursday, and I hope you watch it because it comes on right before you on how the Democratic Party has disintegrated here in this country just within the last four years, five years. Not the party it used to be, and I'm going to lay that out. But anyway, um, there are Republicans who don't want Trump. Yeah. Pence, a clean guy. I mean, he doesn't have anything in his uh, 
resume that's troubling, but he's stern out there. He doesn't seem to be connecting. That's what I see. You're no spot on. Um, and you're absolutely right about two things. One, look, the reality is a vote for Joe Biden in the general election is a vote for Kamala Harris. We all know that. Uh, that's number one. Number two is you're absolutely right on your analysis of Pence. And that's why I think uh, Ramaswamy did so well. He connected to people with the same sort of energy and enthusiasm and authenticity that Trump did in 2015. Mike Pence uh, might have been a good number two, a good, you know, Ed McMahon to Johnny Carson. But when Carson decided he wasn't going to keep going, they didn't say, well, let's elevate Ed McMahon. They went looking for a Jay Leno out there. And okay. I think that's you know, to yeah, use I mean, look, night. he didn't do, uh, he's not catching on. So it's not going to happen for Mike Pence. Now, Ramaswamy, I'm going to invite him on my program uh, probably after Labor Day. Um, it'll be interesting to see if he shows up um, because it's a whole different ball game with me. Um, and particularly on foreign policy where Ramaswamy, let's say he's perplexing to those of us who know the history of uh, Europe and Russia and China. Um, I don't know whether Ramaswamy, it'll be interesting to see if he comes in here. Two tips. Well, one, I, I think you'd be stupid. Any, any serious candidate that doesn't take the invitation to appear with you is an idiot. Well, that's that, number one. Look, Nikki Haley blew us off in a disrespectful that's, way. Okay, and where is she? <laughs> and I wasn't surprised, by the way. And, and I, I wasn't because from all of my experience, and I met uh, the former ambassador, the former governor, and, you know, uh, she has a sense of entitlement. Nikki Haley. People don't know that, but that to me, I know that to be true. And so when we invited her, we were very respectful to her. And, and so now and she just blew us off like, what? You're not worthy. Like, we're not worthy. Okay, that's fine. I'm, you know, does it annoy me? A little bit. But do I hold it against her? No. If her policies, if I think that she would be a good chief executive, I'd vote for Nikki Haley over Joe Biden or anybody on the Democratic side right now. Um, but they, you know, these people. Ramaswamy is a different cat, as Dennis Miller might say. Uh, be interesting to see if he comes in here. Um, two tips for you. You ready for okay. tip number one? Don't, I got my pen. Don't say at the end of the day. Don't do that. Every low IQ moderator in the world says two things at the end of the day. And what do you make of that? Yeah, you, no. you, Sean Spicer, are a brilliant man. You don't need oh. to fall back on that. And number two, okay. try to be as nonpartisan as you can be, um, because we have too much partisan stuff. We really do. If Trump does something stupid, say it. Um, you know, that Mar-a-Lago thing, let me ask you this as a parting gift. I still can't figure out why he didn't give the documents back from Mar-a-Lago. Can you? No, there, and I'll first, and I'll agree with you right off the bat. I, I think what I, my goal is to call balls and strikes. I know this game, but I've been playing it for 30 years. Uh, my goal is to give people insight. I want our side to win. I, I'm, on a, I'm very clear about where I come down on this, but I'm with you on that. Look, the end of the, uh, at the beginning of the day, see, I caught myself. <laughs> Uh, this is why he's so good with the tips. I, I think he should have, and he could have argued for them back. We would not be here. And I, I don't think that that undermines his argument. That no, he wasn't I, it doesn't make any sense. Why create the beef? Why give them the opening? Because that's the strongest but, case you know, they have. So I've been, I've been around. I've had a security clearance for 24 years. I've been around classified documents. 
uh, through my service in the military. I, I get it. He believed he was entitled to him. There is a process and he could have followed the process Absolutely. and, and Absolutely. it still got where he wanted to get and argued. And I think people would have probably come down on his side in a lot of the cases, but there is a reason we classify information It's to protect our sources and methods. And we need, and remember, he is the one who campaigned against Hillary Clinton saying that she was undeserving of the presidency with how she handled our side, the side that I'm on anyway, because uh, I know you try to call much more balls and strikes. I will unabashedly say I want a Republican to win, but we need to be better than them. And we need to be have better arguments. And don't give them that big cudgel. All right, Sean Spicer, everyone, the first TV right after O'Reilly. He's never going to say uh, at the end of the day again. (laughs) Never. But I will say this. During your day, please go to Apple Podcasts and download the audio version. It's super helpful. Because like Bill, I agree what he said in the in, in the talking points. Right. Apple Podcast, Super Apple, Sean Spicer. Hey, Sean, we'll talk from time to time. I hope. Thanks for coming in. Appreciate it. You're listening to the No Spin News Weekend Edition. Who is there for the families left behind when a service member or first responder dies or is catastrophically injured in the line of duty? Who is helping our nation's homeless veterans? And who is helping our nation keep its vow to never forget 9-11? I'll tell you who. The Tunnel to Towers Foundation. The foundations in the line of duty programs honor our nation's heroes and their families. That includes its Gold Star, Fallen First Responder, Smart Home, and Homeless Veteran programs. The foundation's Never Forget programs engage people in 9-11 remembrance across America, over 80 runs, walks, and climbs a year, dozens of golf outings and barbecues, and the Tunnel to Towers 9-11 Institute is helping to educate kids in kindergarten through 12th grade about our nation's darkest day, 9-11. More than 95 cents of every dollar you donate to Tunnel to Towers goes to its programs. This charity keeps its word and honors our nation's greatest heroes. Donate $11 a month to Tunnel to Towers at T2T.org. That's T, the number two, T.org. Hey guys, it's Vivek Ramaswamy here, inviting you to listen to my podcast, Truth. We just relaunched it after the campaign, and we are already riding up the podcast charts. Here's why. I think that hard, in-depth conversations about the tough issues is the only way we're going to get this country back. Because make no mistake, we are currently in a war for the future of America, and you cannot win a war unless you're willing to speak the truth. If you want standard conservative talking points, This podcast is not for you, but if you want to go deeper and hear the conversations you're not going to find anywhere else, the conversations that will challenge you, that will challenge me, then subscribe to Truth with Vivek Ramaswamy on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. And I promise you, you're going to cover terrain that you're not going to hear elsewhere. There's a new book out that caught my attention. It's called Woke Proof Your Life, a handbook on escaping modern political madness and shielding yourself and your family by living a more self-sufficient, fulfilling life. The author is Teresa Mull, who joins us now from Washington, D.C. Teresa also writes, the assistant editor of The Spectator World, the oldest magazine in the English language. Wow. (laughs) All right, so um, I got a number of questions. Obviously, I wouldn't have you on if I didn't have a number of questions. What's woke in your opinion? Woke is everything you just described that the progressives are trying to push. What I write in the book is that it is a socio-political ideology that is characterized by the manipulation of noble goals uh, by radical progressives for the control and destruction of society. 
it's basically just radicalized progressive progressivism. It's really nothing new about it. I've been saying also that it's pretty much um, political correctness on steroids. It's the same progressive agenda that we've seen for decades now. It just has some updated language to go along with it to confuse people, act as smoke screens. And um, it's it's also been accelerated, I, I think, in the last few years, especially since COVID. Okay. Why do you think some Americans embrace the woke ideology? You go to any major college and you're going to see the students and a lot of the professors being woke. Why? Why? Do, what's in it for them? I think because the woke masterminds and the puppet masters, as I call them, are so um, good at selling wokeness as something that sounds nice. You'll notice the terms they use are very vague. They are noble, as, as I said in the definition, they're noble goals, diversity, equity, inclusion, these things are good. Of course, Black Lives Matter. Uh, you look at the LGBT movement, it's always uh, rainbow flags and parades and happy things. So these are uh, mere smoke screens that the woke use, uh, purposely confusing language. Even the term woke itself is confusing to a lot of people. And they, they do this on purpose because um, unless you think about what they're actually trying to accomplish and pull back the curtain a little bit and see what the fruits of wokeness actually are, they're all rotten as I go through in the book, um, you might be taken in. And a lot of people are, um, okay. unless, unless you're paying attention. Give me one really rotten thing that has come out of the woke movement. Really rotten. Yeah, I would say the transgender movement is the most rotten of all because it's uh, specifically targeting children. I cite a statistic in the book that shows how the internet and social media is uh, such an easy way that children are being taken in by transgenderism and mutilating themselves and taking hormones and doing all these things. They're very attracted by this. And Why uh, though? Why, why would sure. I, I never in my life wanted to be a girl? Okay. And all the girls I know never wanted to be boys. Mm -hmm. So where did this come from? This kind of like just descended on earth from Mars or something. How did this come about? Yeah, the, I mean, the, the homosexual movement has been um, progressing uh, <laughs> for years now. And the the younger that the, the progressives can get to our gener the next generation, the younger they can start to their perversion. But and why do progressives want transgen more transgender people? Why, why? What difference does it make to them? I think that they rely on a mentally compromised society because it's easier to control people who are depressed and anxious and empty and lonely, which is uh, another, you know, set of woke, uh, rotten woke fruits that we see coming about through everything that they do. Everything they touch is a poison and makes people more and more miserable. And the more miserable you are, the more you're looking for answers, the more you're looking for an identity to use one of their favorite terms. So, um, you know, if you can convince somebody that they, the gender that they're born with is not, is not actually what they are. If you can get somebody to believe something as fundamentally untrue as that, then you can control everything they do. So, yeah, well, it's anti-tradition. Uh, yeah, it's, a, it's a, another anti-tradition. You don't have to be a boy if you're born a male. You don't have to be a girl if you're born a female. We don't believe in any of that anymore. We don't believe in any religion. We don't believe in any God. We don't believe in any of that. It, it, it all ties in. But mm -hmm. at this point in history, 
most Americans don't buy this stuff. And you see that in the Bud Light thing. You saw it in Target. Once the American people lock in on something very easy to understand, and it couldn't be easier when you have a a trans person uh, pushing Bud Light, then they rebel against it in big, big, big numbers. Okay? So I don't think that the progressive movement, I think it's maybe 20% of the population. The problem is that most Americans are apathetic and they don't understand really what's happening to the country now. And I don't know how to solve that problem. I agree. Well, I think it starts with getting back to the, the root of things, which is our country was founded upon Christianity, Judeo-Christian values and belief in God. And you see the less people believe in God, the more wokeness has been. Yeah, but you can't people. impose that belief. Nobody can. Impo- our government is a secular government, a secular country. And I write about this in my upcoming book, Killing the Witches, um, that there was a struggle on whether the United States was going to be a Christian nation, literally, or a secular nation. And it, it started in Salem. So anyway, but today, you're right. I mean, if you are a traditional American, religion helps you. But right now, we're a secular country. I don't see us coming back to being a religious country ever again. Do you? You, I'm an optimist, and um, I have faith that um, enough people still cling to Christianity and still see the value of it. And I think actually we'll get to a certain point where um, I think this is kind of a silver lining of how how extreme and wicked the woke movement and the progressives have become. That people will actually see, you know, Maybe. And we're starting to but if you, how if, bad it is. If you just limit it to Christianity, you're eliminating. Jews, Muslims, uh, Hindus, and others. So that might, you know, your message might be diluted if you just limit it to Christianity, no? Perhaps, yeah. I mean, faith in general, any sort of faith that has the same sort of principles of treating others as you would like to be treated. Yeah, and sure. Judeo-Christian philosophy. Of- Absolutely. Right. I, and I Believing hope we do get that's back beyond to that. yourself and that something else is in charge and that you are not the be all, that you are not a God as as the first sin in the Garden of Eden. That was the temptation to make yourself like gods. And that is exactly what the woke are embracing. So getting back to believing in something higher than yourself and in serve of service, the value of service to one another. I think that is message what our country needs to get back to. And we would not have uh, abolished slavery. We would not have defeated the uh, totalitarians in World War II, and we would not have become the most powerful nation on earth economically if we did not have Judeo-Christian philosophy, and now it's eroding very quickly. The name of the book is Woke Proof Your Life, Teresa Mull, so we uh, recommend you checking it out. Thanks, Ms. Mull, for being here. We really appreciate it. Here's the gem from the No Spin News Vault. Recession and inflation are here. Gas, housing, and everyday goods are up, way up. And you want to be ready for any situation. So what would you do if there's no food on the shelf? Arc Heirloom Seeds are here to help. Did you know 99% of seeds sold today can't reproduce? With Heirloom Seeds, you only have to plant once. Then you can grow year after year, giving you and your family stability and security because things are getting crazy out there. Our all-in-one seed kit provides everything you need to grow your own food. This premium seed kit has a 
over 65 varieties, 50,000 seeds in stores for 15 years. You'll also get our exclusive seed guide to make growing a no-brainer. Arc Seed Kits is a family-owned and operated business and the most trusted name in the nation for over 15 years. Our mandate is to get heirloom seeds into every home in America. Go to arcseedkits.com today and get free shipping by entering promo code podcast. That's arkseedkits.com, promo code podcast. Get your seeds, get prepared, get growing. arcseedkits.com. Did you know every day is a perfect day for peace of mind? With American Home Shield Warranty, you are covered for unexpected breakdowns like leaky faucets or faulty water heaters. Choose a plan that fits your budget and rest easy knowing repairs and replacements are taken care of. Simply contact American Home Shield when an issue arises and their trusted pros will handle it according to your coverage. Don't let worries about appliances and home systems weigh you down. Celebrate the reassurance of protection. Don't worry, be warranty. For 20% off plans, visit ahs.com slash bill. For more details, see ahs.com slash contracts for coverage details, including limit amounts, fees, limitations, and exclusions. New Jersey residents, the product is being offered is a service contract and is separate and distinct from any product or service warranty, which may be provided by the home builder or manufacturer. Can Joe Biden make a comeback? Can he stop the bleeding, turn the midterm elections in November around, which now looks like it's going to be a Republican route? Is there any hope? So I asked myself to come up with a really smart guy who does this every day, who's not an ideologue, not an ideologue. Hello, are we listening to me? That's not what we want here on this broadcast. We want smart people with no agenda. So we found one, our old pal Scott Rasmussen, who you'll remember I used many times on The Factor over the years. Now, Scott uh, doesn't run the Rasmussen polling operation any longer. He sold it for buku money, and, and he's living large now in Florida but on those proceeds. But he did start a company called RMG Research, and uh, he's editor-at-large at Ballotpedia, Ballotpedia, which follows all political races in the USA of note. Do I have that right, Scott? Did I describe you correctly? You described me correctly. Um, I love my work in Ballotpedia and RMG Research is letting me poll. And it's uh, it, there's a lot of topics we explore these days. The world has changed a lot, but some of the basics are the same. OK, uh, so let's, Biden, yeah. let's walk through it. In your opinion, based on the numbers that you are seeing, can President Biden make a political comeback? Well, the numbers say he's in trouble, as you pointed out. The question, can he make a comeback, is more about him. You know, Ronald Reagan, Bill Clinton, Barack Obama, they had rough times in the polls heading into the midterms. They all came back. I mean, Reagan got to the point where he won 49 states. The big difference, Joe Biden does not have the political skills that those leaders had. So it's very difficult for me to see how he comes back from this. He may rebound a little bit. Uh, but the notion that he will re return to a level that he saw early in his administration or to the levels of Barack Obama, not going to happen. OK, my problem with uh, Mr. Biden is that he doesn't understand cause and effect. He doesn't understand when he does something like shut down pipelines, ban drilling, 
cut down the uh, efficiency of the American oil industry, that he weakens the nation. He doesn't understand that when he spends trillions and trillions of dollars and print money to cover that, that rises inflation. Joe Biden doesn't understand, in my opinion. And that's why he can't make a comeback. Do you feel that my opinion has validity? Well, you know, I can't say specifically what the president does or does not understand about those issues, but it certainly appears that way. Uh, The other thing I would say more fundamentally is he doesn't seem to understand why he was elected. I mean, basically, there were two promises of the Biden campaign. He wouldn't tweet. There wouldn't be all the drama of President Trump. And he would be very competent in running the government. Uh, And he's 0 for 2. I I guess he hasn't tweeted, uh, but he certainly hasn't been competent. And he really got carried away pursuing this progressive agenda that is wildly out of touch with where the American people are. Those mistakes led led to everything else. As a pollster, what percentage of the American people are progressive left? That, and what that means for everybody watching and listening tonight is that they believe that the country, United States, is fundamentally flawed and we need a drastic overhaul in all areas, criminal justice, economics, whatever it may be, elections, they don't want voter ID, open borders. They believe in all that. What percentage of we the people fall into that category? If you want to talk about any of those individual issues, you might get to 15 or 20 percent. If you want people who have totally bought into that worldview, you're closer to 10 percent. Then why would Joe Biden, who's been a centrist Democrat in the Senate, why would he allow those far left people to dictate what he does? Again, I don't know what's motivating the president, but what I do see is there is a bubble. There is an elite bubble in this country. There's media personalities. It is large corporations. It is people in Washington, D.C. These folks really kind of aren't. Maybe it's because they feel guilty about success. They really do support an agenda that is out of touch with the rest of America. To give you a great sense, the group that gives President Biden the highest job approval ratings are people with a postgraduate degree. Everybody else is seeing a different president and a different presidency. So I think it's the bubble that he lives in, and he's really not hearing voices from the American people. Well, he is an isolated president, there's no doubt about it, because his staff believes that he's prone to gaffes, you know, saying things that are going to get him in trouble. And many believe that he's diminished. Now, in your polling, I guess the majority of people now feel that Joe Biden's mental acuity is on the decline. Is that true? Um, It's certainly a factor, and it's something that you see in the polls. This is one of those things that's really difficult to put your finger on because some people don't even like to talk about it. But yes, there is, if I put it in the larger sense of their questioning his competence, the competence of his administration, that is absolutely a factor. It really kicked in with the debacle of the Afghanistan withdrawal. Okay, now, if you have a president who is incompetent, as Biden has been for 14 months, then are Americans going to admit that they made a mistake in voting for him and the Democratic Party, which is doing everything it can to boost him up? 
All right. Will people admit I made a mistake? I may despise Donald Trump, but he'd be better. And you don't even have to say Donald Trump. You could say any Republican. All right. I made a mistake in voting Democrat for Biden. Do you think the electorate is ready to do that? It's hard for people to admit the mistakes, as you made, made clear right up front. I believe if, if you define admitting a mistake as voting for the other party in the midterms, absolutely. Uh, if, if it's admitting a mistake is thinking ahead to 2024, it's difficult right now. I don't think Joe Biden's going to run again. It'll be difficult for any president. No, he's not going to run think, again. Yeah, I think, I think one of the things that's going on here is the political left assumed that Donald Trump was promoting these wacko policies. They didn't understand that even people who don't like the president liked a lot of his policies. And that has thrown them in a bad direction. Yeah, so will but the that's, partly Donald, say, that's partly Donald Trump's fault, which is yes. what I, why I did the history tour to stop that crazy bombast and get into the policy successes. And when he was with me, he was fine. But now he's right back to oh, the election. And, and then, you know, all right. So from my analysis, and this is the last question I have for you. My analysis of the poll shows that independent voters, which elected Joe Biden, okay, that was the deciding factor, independence. They have gone way against Biden now. They don't want to hear about Biden. Am I wrong? You are correct on that, and the Democrats will pay a price for it in November. The only question is, how good a, a year will it be for the Republicans? There's still some concern among the GOP, or at least there should be, that they might not get control of the Senate. They're favored to do so, but it might not happen. Uh, but it's going to be a good year for the Republicans, and it's all because of President Biden. Okay. Um, tell us uh, just a little about Ballotpedia. Can the folks benefit from doing what? Ballotpedia is the encyclopedia of American politics. Uh, it has more data, neutral data, on any topic. In fact, it's the only political site out there that has a readership, including Republicans, Democrats, independents, progressives, and conservatives, because you get just the facts. So and, and how do we get it? How do, how do we get it? You how go you online to ballotpedia.org. It's all you have to do. Um, it's free. Uh, you're not it's charging. Free. Nope. It's free. You can sign up for newsletters. It's a great service. Ballotpedia, one word, B-A-L-L-O-T-P-E-D-I-A dot org. Yes. And there's Scott Rasmussen. Um, I'm going to ask my staff to go on every day, Scott. So we may be bothering you in the future to come on and uh, explain certain races to us. Uh, as the midterms get closer. We really appreciate your time. Good to see you, Scott. Thank you. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18. Plus. I'm Mike Slater from the podcast Politics by Faith. This is a crazy time in our country. It's stressful, a lot of anxiety, and it's going to get worse. And I realized that one of the things that helps me take 
away the stress is realizing that there's nothing new under the sun. So on this podcast, we take the news of the day and we run it through the Bible and other periods in history to realize that we've been through this before and we can rise above again. Politics by Faith, anywhere you listen to the podcast. Politics by Faith. Thank you for listening to the No Spin News Weekend Edition. To watch the full episodes of the No Spin News, visit BillOReilly.com and sign up to become a premium or concierge member. That's BillOReilly.com. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.